0: Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my whole party, except for our Artificer. That means that we've got our Warlock. Hey,
1: everybody. It's Jesse playing Valentist.
0: Our Bard.
1: Uh,
2: Hi, this is Austin
3: playing El.
0: Our Cleric. Hey,
3: everybody. This is Scott playing Slate.
0: And our Fighter.
3: Hey, everybody. It's Jeff playing Garen.
0: So when we last left off, the party had just recently purged a drug den of people that were being emotionally abused and physically abused and then being enslaved to the uh, the weird hammer cult by having necklaces placed upon them when they were in a stupor. And uh, you all have le- left there and gone to a secondary location that you were told should house uh, Peluvial's master of his house Sis nephew it's a lot of apostrophes um so yeah you guys are standing out in front of the Glendor estate and uh, allegedly soft power was going to be used
4: uh where did we leave it in that we were going to try and uh, put on the rings to look fancy and act as his escorts or an entourage
2: we were going to do that that's what we were gonna do. Okay. El, El was gonna try and, and talk his way through the front door. Basically, is what was gonna happen.
0: All right. So the gates are opened to your desire, but there is a, I say guard, but he brandishes no weapon and doesn't lean on a spear, and he's not clad in chain, but actually quite fine clothes. Uh, but he paces the the porch as you all approach and then steps forward front and center to greet you all with a rather uh, kind bow, but he never turns his head to the earth, He, or, well, to the lake, as it were. He keeps his eyes upon you all, even though he bows quite deeply, and asks what business you fine people must have with the good family.
2: Um, El puts on as many airs as he can muster.
0: The sky falls.
2: Right, so much air. That's the hmm. idea. On this man, hopefully, that's the idea. Right. Um. He he gives him like the most dismissive wave that can that that he can bring to bear. And says, uh, "Thank you, my good man, but uh, we are actually looking to speak with." Remind me, Glendir. you said?
0: Um, Glandir, like glamour, but dir at the end instead of more. Glamour.. right. right. Glandir.
2: Glandir. Uh We speak, we seek to speak with the Glandir family proper. If you could arrange something, I would be most appreciative.
0: But of course, if I only must tell them first who it is that wishes to speak with them,
2: Uh, You may give them my name. Which would be? He looks like genuinely surprised. Like, holy shit, this is, you know, the sun didn't just rise in the morning. Right. And uh, it's like lexicondrious.
0: He sort of, you know, stands up a little firmer. I wouldn't say shaken by the name, but it seems to uh, bring the weight that you were expecting. And so he goes, but of course. And with that, he sort of turns to walk inside. You see, he hardly even walks through the threshold of the, the doorway. He seems to lean into the ear of some other servant who then disappears into the causeways. He stands idly by the door, eyeing you all up. And uh you notice that the gate has closed behind you.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh what's mm. passive perceptions? Twelve.
3: Seventeen. Twenty four.
1: Uh, bad. Okay. <laughs> oh actually wait a I minute. Think, I think it's twelve. Okay.
2: Um, Dracon. Yeah. Since meeting his mom in the city, L hasn't been drinking. Okay. So I don't know how long it's been, but if you want to say he's hung over at this point, then you may want to I don't know what modifiers to supply.
0: You said he hasn't stopped drinking?
2: He hasn't been drinking at all. Okay. He hasn't yeah, touched yeah. alcohol.
0: Right. Um no, I, I, I have a plan for that. Okay. Um, okay, so... Uh, you happen to notice, pal- Paluvial, but again, no one else noticed. Uh, there seems to be a pair of other much more traditionally armored or uh, armed guards that seem to prefer a more cunning tactic than... Upfront combat that have been skulking around the yard using miscellaneous brush and otherwise to stay without outside of sight. Uh, and you figure that it must have been them that closed the doors, the, uh, closed the gate.
2: Mm-hmm. L uh, casually turns inward towards the, to the coach, because we're still in the coach, right?
0: Uh, no, you guys have approached the stairs of the property.
2: Ah, uh, okay. He turns to the rest of his group as if telling a joke and says something along the lines of, <laughs> do not be quite at ease, my friends. We are watched.
3: Yep. Mm.
4: Garen would simply fold his arms over his chest, causing the uh, silk of his tunic to bulge ever so impressively. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, um... Why don't you give me a perception check to have a better eye on these shadowy guards?
3: Do you want everybody to do it or just L?
0: Just, just, uh, just L, because he's the only one that's noticed them.
2: That's actually pretty good. Um, that's a twenty-seven.
0: Okay. So not only have you noticed that they're wearing primarily like blacked and oiled studded leather, um, brandishing no more than short swords, maybe more than one, uh, with clearly a, a, a hidden crossbow on their person somewhere, for they have a case full of quarrels. Mm. <laughs> but they also have a small chain dangling around their neck, mm. and from it is a black hammer. <laughs>
3: Kill Supremes. Yeah.
2: Treachery. Um, yeah, as quietly and as casually as he can, he tries to relay that information to the rest of the party.
0: Okay. Would you like to do that with a deception? Sure.
2: That's twenty-five.
0: All right. No one notices.
2: L gets to roll his good stats
1: today. <laughs> uh, Valen will look over at him and then tap his head slightly. Okay. Real, real subtle. And then, using telepathy, go. Next time, just say it in our head.
0: Well, maybe that's what he did. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe that's how he was able to do that without them hearing him. But, for example, like no one thought that was weird, the way he went about doing it. I didn't actually make him RP it, but he, yeah. he, he was not specific. So,
2: But you're right. I, I kind of forgot that we have that once again, and that would be kind of invaluable right here.
0: Okay, so not too much longer after that does the front door to the estate open again uh, and the sort of uh, the guard on the porch sort of bows again quite low with his head down this time and says, please, would you all join me upon the porch? You will be brought to the attention of the host family in quite short order. But you must allow us a rudimentary check for uh, uncouth
4: weaponry.
3: Um,
4: there's nothing uncouth about it. This shit's fancy. <laughs> uh, you may check all you like, but
2: I would have you know that I expect my security detail and he gestures to the rest of the party to be uh, well manned at any time. They are a motley crew, and I can't speak as to what they've chosen to defend me with, but please don't deprive them of their workings entirely.
0: Naturally, good lord, but we must know that there is no devices for which to scry upon amongst their persons.
2: Certainly, whatever that
4: means.
0: So you're all encouraged to step up onto the porch.
4: Garen will walk up first.
0: Alright, and he sort so, of instructs you all to to stand in a line so he can go over each of you without sort of like tripping over each other.
3: Uh Dracon? Yeah. And i ready in action? Sure. If anybody gets hostile, I want to summon my spirit
0: weapon. Okay. Yeah, so you've got like the you've got like half the hand gesture cocked and ready, and you're like three syllables away from cracking it out.
3: Sweet.
0: You got like a, th- a thumb and forefinger clutching your holy symbol in one hand and like a weird gesture half performed in the other.
3: Trigger fingers at you, boys. <laughs> like you're just walking around with palsy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucked that's up. That's horrible. Uh, Valon's gonna follow suit and ready in action to summon his pack weapon, uh, in the event that something gets exciting.
4: Okay. Garen would look at the man and say, uh, with all the airs of a disgruntled bodyguard, hurry up, I'm not paid by the hour. He nods and seems to give you
0: guys a very simple pat and check. Uh, you know, he looks at some of your baubles and discerns that none of them are terribly magical in the way of div- divination. Uh, checks and notices that your weapons... He d- seems to be looking through some sort of gemstone, some sort of a small, circular ruby. Um... Appearing upon your weaponry that, that are obviously donned and armor. And as he sort of gets to uh, Peluvial at last, um, you notice he's been heavy-footed. Um, like, you're, you're, you're standing on a wood porch, obviously, but his footfalls are quite, quite loud. Um, not, not like, you know, childishly stomping, per se, but you would imagine that he would be a little lighter on his feet. And then, uh, as he sort of finishes looking over Peluvial, he sort of takes a small, uh, like, whistle from his vest and blows it twice. And he goes, you all have been cleared to enter the building. Uh, Please, allow me to fetch the door for you, sir. And so he sort of steps out to the front, and as he opens the door, he stamps one of his feet harshly once. And uh, the trap door underneath all of you opens. Hmm. Rude. You did. Right. Uh, Deck saves. Mm hmm. Well, oh, we're boys. Ooh. Well,
1: that's
3: not... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wound
1: 15.
3: Wound 15. And that's
1: on that 20. All right. <whistles> L. 17.
0: So, naturally, uh, a bunch of high-level adventurers don't get, you know, killed by a trapdoor slash um, corpse chute. But you guys do slide down a wide rectangular chute for about 30 feet. Um, and you are spat out onto a pile of uh, potato sacks, essentially. And you can see you're in some sort of dank chamber. The chute above you no longer produces light that it was faintly producing as you fell down it. Uh, presumably the hatch above you that you were led down here is closed. You're in a dank basement. Um, heavily uh, sort of mired in in wet wood stench. Um, and then you realize that one of the bags you're sort of fallen onto has an arm sticking out of it.
4: Well, I don't like that.
0: And to oh, put yeah. it gently and very simply, you look like you're in a fisherman's butcher room except there's no fish matter.
1: Yeah. Pack weapons out. Okay. That, that shit summoned. Geharan
4: would let out some deliciously uh, choice expletives as he realizes he's sliding on goo. People goo. Yeah. And then uh, he'd make a... Uh, he would look specifically at uh the fancier members of the party and say soft power.
3: Soft fucking power.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. L doesn't have to pretend to be a pompous noble. He is one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh immediately starts casting prestidigitation cleaning himself off right uh and then gives an angry glance at gaherin and says now is the time for hard power i think he flexes once
3: (laughs) should we find a door before we use all that hard power can any
4: of us make any light
3: uh i can and i'm gonna tap my mace uh, I have Luminous Mace, Dracon, yep. so it uses the light spell.
0: Yep, and it easily lights up this entire room. The dim light from the occasional oil lamp or candle sort of was giving you the ability to parse the room, but with nice, bright, uh, holy light from your cleric's uh, Luminous Mace, the room is much more visible. Uh, in fact, you can see that there is a shuddering man in the or uh, human in the corner. Who is curled up in a ball, trying to uh, not be noticed by you all?
3: How how scared would you say he is on a fractional level?
0: Um, he looks like if you put your hand to console him, he could either cower deeper into that corner somehow or lash out with his teeth.
3: Um, cool. We're going. To, he's human, right?
0: Uh, he's kind of covering himself up. I, I, I meant to say Humanoid, but uh, it's hard to tell from here because he's sort of like covering himself.
3: Humanoid works for me. Uh, Slate's going to point his finger at the guy and say, chill. And he needs to make a charisma saving throw. I'm trying to calm emotions. Okay. Nice. The number two beat is 15. Uh, he fails. So I will suppress his strong emotions. Okay. And the person is either cal- I either calm the person or can choose to. fall two effects, so you can su- uh, suppress the effect, <coughs> causing the target to be charmed or frightened. Uh, spell and blah blah. blah. Alternative that you can make a target is different about a creature of your choice. So I'm going to try and whatever is making him frightened stop making him frightened.
0: Okay. He sort of like shudders a second longer and then sort of you can see him like heave a little bit with his breaths that are nice and thick and heavy and then relax. And he sort of like pulls himself up along the walls. You can see he uh, as the sort of rags he's been hiding under fall down and reveal that this human is, in fact, quite underdressed, uh, but not naked. Um, He's famished. Famished looks like he has not eaten in weeks um, and has been f- and and whatever he has been eating over those weeks has been you know a portion of bread and water like not enough to keep a person alive long term
3: fair enough uh, I'm just gonna ask him straight out uh, foregoing the social graces and whatnot where's the door
0: uh, he sort of looks at you and sort of tries to gently bow a thank you, Um, but his words are weak from his famished nature, Um, and he just sort of weakly gestures to the side wall for which there is a single uh, smoldering brazier, uh, maybe the size of a large, like, food bowl, Uh Um, and he sort of points to the wall just next to it.
3: Gotcha. i um, um, no, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, one more thing. Uh, medicine check on him?
0: Sure. Do you approach we, him for that, or are you just going to try and do that at a distance?
3: Uh, uh, I'm going to approach him. He seems calm now. Uh, I'm going to be perceptive to make sure I don't slip on anything or there's nothing out of place as I approach him. I'm suspicious of the area.
0: No. as you walk across the floorboards of this room, you can feel that they're wet. The the, the bottom of this room is touching water.
3: Oh, Slate, why? That's fine. Uh, do I make it to him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cool. I I, I
0: said that to imply that you're either under the lake's surface or you're touching it. Not that you are, uh, breaking the floor or anything. It it feels sturdy and strong.
3: Slate's going to suppress a whimper. He's not a fan of being underwater. Uh, He's going to tell the man, uh, I need to check and make sure you're okay. Is that all right?
0: He sort of nods a touch and points to your holy symbol and then rests an open hand over his heart and sort of weakly says thank you.
3: Got it. Uh, We are going to roll medicine. Sure. A-24.
0: This man has seemed to be drained of his humors, uh, it's not just that he's been malnourished for probably a week or so; he's also been—he's been, been bloodletted. Uh, someone has been pulling anything that could remotely give this person their own vitality back. Uh, perhaps some sort of weird necromantic ritual or some some measure you're not terribly familiar with. That, but also it wouldn't surprise you that some evil bastard would drain an innocent of their fluids.
3: Gotcha. Uh, one last quick thing and then I'll stop hogging. Uh, cast cantrip mending on his clothes so he has some dignity.
0: Yeah, his sort of simple commoner's clothes are restored to some function.
3: Cool. That's all Slate's got.
0: See, guys? That's how you use the mending spell.
3: <laughs> to help people. I'm
2: pretty sure the mending spell could fix the mast of a broken ship. that's how that works
4: (laughs) Uh, well while they discuss the intricacies of spell working uh, Garen would call out the slate and then throw him a portion of food from a bag he keeps at his hip just in like a field ration nothing like feast worthy some jerky
0: but probably the best food this guy's had in a while
4: yeah basically
3: are you tossing it to me or the guy
4: Slate, you're next to him. I'm not just going to throw food at a man who can barely
3: lift his arms. Cool. Uh, do I roll to catch it or do I catch it?
4: I mean, do
0: you want to intentionally not catch it?
3: I want to catch it, but...
0: Okay, you catch it.
3: Cool. And uh, I'm just going to hand it over to the guy. He tell seems him to, slow.
0: He seems to kind of, again, like bow, but towards Gaharan this time. And he sort of sits down and begins to very methodically enjoy this food.
3: neat
4: so he looked at that brazier for a way out right boys seems so i would like to be out of here as well mm-hmm the sooner the better el
2: goes over and inspects the brazier
0: okay give me a investigation
2: I rolled a natural twenty, which makes that a twenty-three.
0: Sure. So the brazier seems to be purely functional, but mm-hmm. uh, the sort of like arm that is bolted to the wall that holds it seems to be where the mechanism lies. There seems to be a couple port, a couple parts of the the arm that uh, seem to be manipulatable. And with a with a quick few moments of eyeballing it, you measured that. Manipulating uh, those parts will open a sliding door nearby.
2: Gotcha. Um, L looks back to the rest of the party and says, "Be right if I gave this a try. We might uh, I don't know what we'll encounter if we just open this door."
4: Uh, Garrett ready his halberd. He also
2: glances over at the cowering man not so cowering anymore um does he sort of grasp that we're about to go ahead and try fooling this
0: uh he seems focused on the food
2: gotcha all right well el gives it a shot
0: okay uh, so, yeah, you just realize, okay, it's not that I move this one piece and then I move this other piece. I have to move both of these two pieces together until they click. And then once you do that, uh, a section of the wooden wall sort of uh, sort of moves back and then slides down to the left, revealing a hallway. However, at the same time while this happens, an audible trumpet bellows. And as the wooden wall sort of slides away, a portacollis just past it flings up, closing off the five-foot-wide hallway.
2: Ooh.
1: Well. Well, that just seems a bit cruel, doesn't it?
3: What? Um. What's the portacollis made out of?
1: Iron. Boo.
3: bendable iron
4: i mean
0: by the nature of it being iron yeah solid point are you asking if you're strong enough to bend that iron yes okay do you actually
4: yes i think i can fix this boys
0: (laughs) okay so you want to make like a strength check to dislodge this portacolos or to break it
4: I mean, as far as Port go, goes, it's like a we went with the lowest bidder contractor, Portcullis. Uh,
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that it's like shoddy, but it's not also like, you know, something from a royal palace where it's etched with runes to protect it from dispel magic and heat metal. It's just All sort right. of, you know, once every few inches, there's a, a, a bar up or down.
4: Let's, let's see if we can't try and move this portcullis for the boys to get through. Okay. I'm going to guess that's a strength check. Yep. What's a 25 do?
0: Okay, so this is what a 25 does. Um, so you sort of, you know, get polluvial to move to the side as you take up the entire hallway to just step a little bit into the hallway and, you know take a big old breath and rub your hands and grab a big fistful of this porticol so you can wedge your fingers through and you begin to pull and pry it apart with all of the strength that you can muster and you begin to feel the metal start to move. Perhaps some of your com- your uh, company sees such feats and, and is somewhat marveled. I mean, fuck, right? <laughs> But it's at about this point where you start to make a measurable, maybe half foot wide gap in part of it when you hear the audible twang of a crossbow and a bolt slams into your shoulder.
4: Garen uh, would. I'm sorry. Were you... Oh, just, okay. I was
0: going to say you take six damage as the Fair. pain makes your eyes rip open from, you know, suddenly no longer focusing on pulling the bars apart. And you can see that there is a crossbowman at the end of the hallway and two more about to take his place and fire upon you.
4: Garen um, would have naturally screamed at having a crossbow bolt lodged into his shoulder and uh, done his best to stumble out of the way of the hallway okay. while shooting a warning to his friends.
0: Yep. Uh, the All moment right. you pull yourself out of the line of sight of the hallway back into the room, uh, two more crossbow bolts fly through the portacolis and stunk into the wall on the other side of the room
4: you got good aim he's gonna grab that crossbow bolt in the shoulder and talk about how he's gonna kill that guy first
0: <laughs> uh do you want to make an intimidation
4: check yeah okay, okay. in that case let's go do step <laughs> that's a solid uh it's a solid six
0: okay you're a dick <laughs> well, I just kind of imagine that, like, you like pull around to the like pull like you're taking cover basically on the corner uh, of the room, going to the, the hallway, and you like pull the crossbow bolt out, and you like look, lean in, and like shake it in your open hand, and you're like, whoever shot that, I'm gonna fucking kill you, and like, just like two more
4: crossbow bolts, <laughs> and you're like, fuck, you're <laughs> so off my Minecraft server,
3: uh, Dungeon Master, <laughs> yeah question sure what are the walls next to the portico is made out of
4: wood
0: well uh Ooh. down the hallway you haven't looked down yet you don't know Geharon. yes it's, they're stone they're stone
3: you're they're stone you say Geharon, tell me what the walls are made of
4: can i like peek around the corner without getting shot in the eye i mean you remember they're stone okay they're stone
3: well, fuck this, then. Uh, Slate's going to walk out with his shield up. Okay. And make it as close to the porticullis as possible. Let me know how many times I get attacked, because I can't attack back.
1: Well, before, before we resolve that, as he steps out around the corner, Balon will peek his head around the corner as well and cast Darkness right in front of the, uh, the crossbowmen.
0: Okay, That's what's spicy. the reach on Darkness.
1: Uh, that is a 60-foot reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. And it's uh, The hallway's only 30 feet long, so. Okay, cool. So I want to place it, like, on top of them.
0: Right, so they'd have to come, like, 20 feet or more down the hallway to get out of the darkness. Yep. All right, yeah. So, Ink Cloud, go, uh, go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Sleep slate yeah Yeah, sorry Uh, assuming slate doesn't get attacked he goes right up to the porticullis uh kind of wriggles his hands together and puts both palms on the wall on the side of the porticullis Uh uh-huh hubs to it and then casts stone shape
0: okay what would you like to shape the stone as uh
3: according to this i can make a uh you touched stone of a Object medium size, just do more than five feet in any dimension. The shape suits your purpose. For example, you could shape a large rock into a weapon, blah, 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 or pass through a wall as long as the wall is less than five feet thick. So I want to make a... According to this, I can make a, a large hole in the wall as long as it's not five feet thick. Uh-huh. Enough for people to pass through around an object.
0: Okay, so you want to, like cut into the room theoretically to the left
3: just enough to go around the portacullis and it's it says that i've got like a it doesn't really give me dimensions it just says that you can create you can seal a door or create a door large enough for people to go through and i want to make that door sized hole around the portacullis on like one side of the portacullis so we can go around it
0: okay so you go for that, and as you... So the wall of stone is merely a foot thick. Um, and the other side of that stone is water.
3: Well, I'm not trying to go through the wall. I'm trying to make a hole around the porticullis. Does that make sense?
0: I understand that you're trying to like concave the stone away so you guys can get around it. Okay. But what I'm saying is the stone that makes up that wall is only a foot wide.
3: Yeah. Would I have known that doing this?
0: Like, what I'm, well, I'm going to give you the benefit of is as you shape the stone, you realize that you're running out of stone and you can sense that there's water on the other side. Mm. And you have not concaved the wall away enough to sidle through question sure
3: the portacullis came from the ceiling right yeah made of stone also yes Uh, i'm trying to think of a way to describe this
0: you want to take your portable black hole and take it off the wall and put it above you
3: well, so I want to like, I'm assuming the porticullis is only so tall. And right. so what I'm trying to do is basically if the wall and the ceiling are the frame that holds the porticullis in place, Yeah. I want to, once I realize that I can't etch any further without drowning us, I want to try and like cut the crust off of the porticullis to see if I can make it fall forward or backwards.
0: Okay. So do you want to take the top out or the bottom out?
3: Sorry, I missed that. Did, did you yeah, say something?
0: Do you do you oh. wanna take the top out or the bottom out?
3: And I'm just uh yeah, I asked the question. Is isn't the floor wood? No. Oh, the floor uh,
0: of the chamber you guys are in is wood. This hallway is entirely stone.
3: We're going to go with the top. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you're able to stone shape away after, like, a foot and a half. The portacallist, like, falls over, like, leans over until it, like, hits some of it. You imagined that you could dislodge it the rest of the way quite easily.
3: Cool. Again, uh, last thing before I let somebody else do something. Can anybody see at the moment?
0: Your party can.
3: So everybody in the party sees that I am visibly tired, like a little close to exhaustion, and that I can't perform cool stuff like that for a while. I'm tired. Yeah. And then I say, what the hell are we waiting for? Let's get out of here.
4: Uh, Would it be possible to charge into the darkness to try and stab someone standing in the middle of the hallway?
0: Is that what you guys do? Just run down the hallway and try and fuck up these crossbowmen? Uh,
1: Before that that happens, Valid will round the corner and fairy fire at the end of the hallway so the party can now see all of the crossbowmen, but they cannot see us. Hmm.
0: All right, all three of those crossbowmen failed their deck saves, because I assume your DC is, like, 14?
1: Yes. It is uh, higher than that. I figured it might be, Uh, I think, yeah. Sorry, I'm doing all this on my phone. Oh, it's 14,
0: yeah. Okay, well, the highest one got a 13, so they're all fairy-fired. Yay.
1: Awesome. So now you guys can all see them dudes.
0: All right, so who's up front, I assume, Geharan?
4: His blood's up, unless anyone stops him. He's just going. <laughs> and they're Jenkins on their asses. Right.
0: So, Geharan, you, like, step up and, like, grab Slate and move him to the side, rip the rest of the portacolas out of its slot, and then just charge. Um, these guys are not intimidating of a challenge. Um, they're just, like, commoners with crossbows, basically. So you butcher them, or do you intend to spare their lives? Maybe one. Okay. So. Oh. Yeah, one. Through the darkness, you skewer one, and as the life fades from him, you easily uh, disp- dispatch the second guy. Um, and let's say we have a uh, um, – well, we'll have Valandess, like, yes. knock the last guy unconscious with an Eldritch Blast to the core or something.
1: I was going to say that anyway, so yeah, you read my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just chop, chop. Poof. Uh, so what do you guys do with this last guy?
4: Um, I guess drag him back to the guys who are still in the room. Uh, the dark-
1: before we, before we drag him out of the darkness, um, just for fear effect, uh, Valen's gonna grab him by the shoulders and shake him really good and right. scream at him how many people are upstairs and intimidation, if you want it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Blah. That's a crit fail.
4: Hey, the guy who lived he's not the one that shot Garen, is he? No. All right, good. Very unscaring. No, you made
0: sure, sure you got that guy
4: first. All right. If this guy's bad, him. we're going to put his face in his friends like he was a bad dog. <laughs>
3: um.
0: <laughs> He, he seems to convinced enough that he doesn't have an upper hand in this scenario. So while he's not actually too scared by your shadowy portrayal, um, he still very willingly offers the information because the guy that just killed his two friends looks like he's very okay with killing him as well, and he's really not a fan of being on the menu. Uh, well,
1: at least one of us is scary. <laughs> I'm usually the good guy. So he says...
0: Uh, not many, not many, not many. Three in the courtyard that you all came through, and, and, and the, 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 the the family of f- four, uh, 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 and two guests, two guests.
4: Well, boys.
1: All right, good yeah. enough. And Any more then traps hiding in this place? Will, like then will drag him back to the rest of the people. He seems willing to cooperate outside of the darkness.
0: Uh, What other people?
1: Oh, back to the rest of the party. I assume they're all still hiding in that room.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. So you guys bring back this one guy to the room, um, and you guys are all standing in the torture room. Is that what this place is?
2: Basically. It feels like a torture L, room. El gives the, the guard a kick and says, who's that guy? Gesturing to the cowering man.
0: Uh. Uh... uh Bo- boy that works for Lexicondria's servants
2: you don't say no well no, one out of two uh, my walks over to the the i assume the nephew yeah is he still eating
0: um no he's mostly finished but he um is still like sitting in the corner
2: L offers him a hand to stand up and says, "I know your uncle. He's sent us to get you."
0: His face glows, uh, and he says, t- t- "Truly, uh, wonderful. Who who are you, wonderful people?"
2: I am one of your uncle's wards, uh, sort of, uh, also kind of his master. You may call me L.
0: Oh, young master. P- Peluvial, yes?
2: He winces a little bit at the full name, but says, yes. That's
0: what he would know you as. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, oh, my uncle should not have troubled you, but you and your friends seem very capable.
2: Indeed. While He's we... a good and old man. You are lucky.
0: Indeed. Uh, I assume we are to leave this wretched place? Post-haste. I won't be much help in a fight, but... Should I be required? I will try my best.
2: No need. That's why we Sick. brought the Dragonborn.
4: Garen waves.
0: He seems quite powerful.
4: You see me bend those bars? That was pretty cool, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Subtle. you're not keeping the fucking portcullis. Is like fucking. Boomer, look what I did.
4: If Boomer was here with his bag of holding, I would be trying to fit this in a bag of holding.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's great.
2: Just fold it up and take it with you. Right. Just ball it up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, All right. Um, So so he seems to latch on to L and sort of follows behind you. Um. I, I say latch... Not in the physical sense. Like, he seems to be following you.
4: Yeah, yeah. Hey, just because of where we're at, he's not wearing a necklace, is he?
0: No, no, he's oh. he's in commoner's clothes and nothing else.
4: Uh, well, if it's fine with everyone, Garen's going to take point. No
1: arguments.
0: All right, so when you guys get back to the end of the hallway, do you dispel the darkness or has it dissipated on its own by this point?
1: Uh, I'll dispel it on its own. I'll dispel it just to make it go away. Uh, So it's
0: properly revealed at this point that uh, the end of that hallway is a a three-way intersection. Both intersection options go upstairs to um, much more uh, pleasant-looking doorways.
4: Hmm. Uh, Anyone got a three-sided coin to flip?
0: Well, you're already one of the ways. Yeah, fair enough.
4: Any uh, chance this guy remembers? How he got here? Yeah. Or the guard? Or did we knock him unconscious again?
0: Oh, I don't know. What did? Sorry, I didn't hear your question.
4: Is the guard still awake? Uh, we...
0: yeah. I mean, he's kind of still just. At your beck and call, trying to not be killed.
4: Hey, how do we get out of here?
0: He points to the left. Nice.
4: See that? See what happens when you don't shoot people with crossbows? He nods. (laughs) Good luck. And,
0: like, you see him draw a dagger from his boot, and before you sort of raise your hand, he drops it and is like, I'm disarming myself.
4: All right. This guy's all right.
0: This guy is terrifying.
4: <laughs> as they walk past the bodies, mean? as they walk past the bodies, though, Garen would have totally flipped off the dude that shot him. Sure,
0: <laughs> that guy is yes. still incredibly dead and can't appreciate your uh, rudeness to his corpse.
4: I appreciated it, though. All right, so he said left. I guess for trusting the guy who disarmed himself. Yep. Yep. Cool.
1: Um,
4: Karen would um quietly say housekeeping to himself as he opens the door.
0: All right. You seem to be in a quite fine room. Uh, it doesn't seem like a proper dining chamber, um, but it seems i mean nicer than downstairs. Uh, so that's a start.
4: All right. Um, he would take a few cautious steps in, looking around.
0: I, it, nothing, no, nothing goes off. Uh, nothing seems to be awry.
4: Uh, main question for the group are we trying to be real heroes and real human beings or are we just trying to GTFO
0: um
3: I'm confused by the question my man
2: a portion of this operation was intended to damage this family right
4: fair enough Hmm. we could always burn the house down Uh, no no that was a wrong question. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, Alright, soft power. We'll just kill the servants. Uh, Tragically, gonna... you're
3: not wrong. He, he um... actually
4: stopped talking. He was being
3: sarcastic. <laughs> Didn't get it. We all kill right. all the help.
0: So you guys, including the nephew, are all in the room. Um, there seems to be one other door... Uh, And a side chamber um, that is mostly glass wall, but does have a a door leading into it. It seems like a private, um, like almost like a small reading room that's only like five foot by five foot with a nice chair.
4: Hmm. Um. Shall we take a peek?
0: Let's take a peek. As you all open the door to the small reading chamber, you hear another door close. The guard that went up here with you has ran back downstairs, and you can hear that he has audibly locked that door.
4: Let him go. No. All right. He'll probably not raise an alarm. Possibly. I think our friend intimidated him.
1: Mm, mm -mm. (laughs) no that that did not work uh yeah our our days are numbered here uh we should probably get moving if we're going to get moving
4: indeed was there just a chair in this little reading nook not like a desk or anything
1: uh
0: there's like a side table with a saucer with tea
4: oh but no drawers that say hey incriminating documents are here
0: uh Perhaps, but you'd have to flip through a couple of books to find such a thing.
4: All right. um, Garen motions to the soft power people.
1: Uh, Valen will step up and uh, start going through the drawers and papers. He's done this type of work before, so it's not foreign to him.
0: Go ahead and give me a deception or investigation, whichever you prefer.
1: Yeah, let's go with uh, 15.
0: Okay. Uh, It doesn't take long for you to find a couple uh, sheets of parchment that very clearly implicate that this family has been laundering their money illegally.
1: Ah, there you are.
0: And they seem to be in the business of flesh, although not in, like, the sexy
2: way. Yeah. Yeah. El yawned at the whole thing up until that last bit.
0: Ah, yes, and your yawn is um, sort of uh, interrupted by a loud, savage banging on the door from which you all came from.
1: And there goes that fuse that that guy let. Okay, we need to go. Uh, Or we need to kill whatever's behind that door.
2: Oh, hope it's not the same guy. That sounds like
1: desperate banging.
4: Do you mean the same door we came out of? Yes. The door to the basement? or yeah, the, door the door to the yeah, basement. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a frantic, like, I'm a house cat and there's a cougar it, outside? It
0: seems panicked, yeah.
4: Oh. Well, we ain't
2: got a key. What do you want us to do?
4: Uh, Garen would run over the door and tell the guy to unlock it. He's the one that locked it.
0: Uh, at that point, he- the door is, is, uh, let's say splintered into you. You take.
4: I'm good at this. Three (laughs) points of damage
0: from the door exploding all over you, and you're knocked back five feet into the room. And what walks in but a pair of horrifically deformed Frankenstein esque humanoids with one too many arms, half as too many legs, and probably one more ear than anything should have? Uh, They both gutturally roar at you when you realize that they are combined together uh, with some sort of spine-like structure. Uh, Roll initiative. Gross. Awesome. And I'm going to get some paper because I'll be right back.
2: Uh, Can somebody remember that I go on 20? I'm going to run to the bathroom
3: yeah
4: i
0: Not what I needed.
4: I needed someone to feed. All
0: right. Is everyone back?
3: Awesome. Uh, L's ran. not back.
1: L's not back. But he got a 20.
0: Aaron, what'd you get?
4: Uh, That's a solid 14 cap.
0: Slate?
3: 15.
0: Valandess?
1: 16.
0: All right. Good grouping, boys.
3: Uh, L got 20, by the way.
0: L got 20. I'm back. All right. L, you're up first.
2: Oh dear, Uh, any idea what the hell these things are
0: you want to like go for an arcana or something?
2: I've got very little arcana, but I'll try it It's a seven They look
0: like a hodgepodge of human and non-human parts that have been stitched together crudely In fact some of the stitchings are leaking blood or pus
2: that's gross they're and gross the only thing that these are.
0: monstrosities are wearing are necklaces with black hammers. Hmm. It's just
4: a mass of bodies with 30 dicks coming at you.
0: <laughs> God damn
3: when it. we go to Japan?
4: <laughs> they don't have genitalia.
3: Oh, oh. oh, that's good. World investigation. We don't know that.
0: I, yeah, you do. yeah, you
3: do. Okay. <laughs> Is that, is that L's the whole action? They've removed every
0: every dongle. They're they're like Kendalls. Ken dolls. Stop worrying about it.
4: It's is is,
2: uh, is that L's whole action? No. Okay. He casts heat metal on the necklace. Okay. A necklace.
0: Um what what check does heat metal impl- uh, impart?
2: Um so they instantly take damage. Right And then they make a constitution save or drop it.
0: Okay, um, Your ring of glamor begins to heat up immensely. What damage do you take?
2: two d eight Okay? Oh, no.
0: You take four points of fire damage, make a constitution save.
2: Uh, I fail that. If it's my own DC, I fail it.
0: Okay. It is. All right, so you rip your ring of glamour off.
2: Well, boo. What else do you do? That's my whole action. I mean, okay.
0: Do you want uh, to move to the other side of the room? It's not a big room, it's only like 15 by 30, but.
2: He moves in front of the nephew.
0: Okay.
1: That's surprising. Okay. All
0: right. Next is the the monstrosity.
4: Sort of. As a random aside question, when the door exploded, did the guard also?
0: The guard wasn't there.
4: Oh. Sorry, guy. I tried.
0: That was my only question. All right. <clears throat> um, so I assume that Geheron was closest since he went up to the door. The monstrosity slams its multiple fists at you uh, and slinging three blows at you. Uh, I'm pretty sure the 21 will hit, but I'm not no. confident about my 13 or 16.
4: No, just the 21.
0: All right. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it attempts to grapple you. Make a opposed uh, athletics or acrobatics check.
4: That's going to be athletics. 18.
0: It bests you. Quite handily, oh. actually. It grabs you close and takes a bite out of your face. You take 12 points of piercing damage.
4: Okay, we're going to need some backup soon, guys. <laughs> uh, Garen would scream uncontrollably as his face is gnawed on.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a bad time for even the strongest of boys.
4: He can't flex his cheeks. <laughs> not those ones, you know. anyway.
1: Okay. Um, mm. All right, so are these things considered one monster or two?
0: Uh, They're pretty much one thing, yeah.
1: Okay, all right. Well, then I will hex the monstrosity uh, as a package deal. And then I will Eldritch Blast at the bridge between them. Seems like the most vulnerable area. Okay. And let's see. I don't think that's going to do it. Uh, okay, so first one's an Eight. And second one's a 15. The 15 hits. Oh, sweet. All right. Where the hell are my D10s? There we go. Okay. Boop. That's good. And then... God, it's been a while. All right. So that is 9, 10... Now I got more stuff in here. God, it's been a very long time since I've done this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep, okay. Uh, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 damage.
0: Okay. Uh, It takes 26 damage. Yo! And it takes a special reaction. Um, So between the two of them, they slung those three fists at Arn. Uh, At but only one of them is like actively holding him and like chewing on him Um, the other one seems to move in a way to protect the bridge that binds them and will make it more difficult to strike further
1: okay all right and that'll be my turn oh I'm sorry I'm also going to impose disadvantage on strength checks with this thing
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: Hey, you're welcome. He's and eating. Do me. A... <laughs> and you're what? Uh I'm done. That's me.
0: All right, slate.
3: Uh bonus action, cast sanctuary on the nephew. Okay. So, you know what sanctuary does?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, no one can take an aggressive action towards him specifically unless they pass a wisdom save.
3: Right, 15 to beat. Uh Action. Channel divinity. Turn undead. Okay. I'm assuming that thing's not alive.
0: Okay. Um,
3: DC 15 if it's undead.
0: Right. It fails.
3: Cool. Uh, A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions for its action. It can only use the dash to try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Okay. So, It is afraid of me, and it can't take reactions, and I move as close to it as possible.
0: Okay. Uh, How long does that effect last?
3: We say... uh, One minute or until it is damaged, and I free action tell everybody that don't hit it.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: Um, I don't... Being grappled, I I think all I can do is try and get out of being grappled, right?
0: Yeah, you're restrained, so you can't move, but, I mean, you could take other actions. So, like, if, for example, you don't want to follow Slate's advice, you could attack this creature. You'll just do so with disadvantage.
4: Hmm. I'd rather not be in chewing distance if, if I can get out of its grip. Right,
0: so go ahead and make a strength save. Or I guess uh, an athletics or acrobatic skill check. <laughs>
4: uh, there's the low rolls. Uh, 14.
0: Yeah, that's good enough. You You break free from the monster.
4: He's going to try and get himself out of grabbing range and... In more into stabbing range, although he'll listen to slate this one time and not fight big monster
0: okay so you stay within five feet of it or within ten feet of it
4: uh, ten feet
0: okay so like slate's now between you and the monster
4: that's fine that's
0: his call all right uh the round resets Pallouville you're up
2: so the monster is pretty well not a threat at the moment because he's uh,
0: it, I mean you can visually see that the fear of, of God and by proxy slate has been put into it.
2: Fear. the Gotcha. Uh, El just goes and casts Cure Light Wounds on Gehern. Okay. Thank you. And let's make it a third level Cure Light Wounds.
4: Put my cheek back on.
2: 17 plus my spellcasting stat is 4 yeah so right.
4: 21 it's one hell of a cure light wounds alright
0: so what do you do with the rest of your turn?
2: your turn um I'm assuming moving up to him and casting that was my whole turn
0: okay. okay so it is the monster's turn it is going to flee back down the stairs uh Running as fast as it can, you, um, Slate and gaharan UKs can see that not only does it go to the bottom of the stairs, it turns down the hallway back towards the torture chamber. It seems to bellow with a, a guttural noise.
3: Are we still in combat then? or? Uh,
0: not really.
3: So I'm going to turn to the party really quickly and explain. Look, we only got about 50 seconds left before he realizes that I tricked him. Do we want to run? absolutely
4: is is that guard that was in there anywhere to be seen
0: no he is not within line of sight i
4: guess good luck buddy are we are we are we letting are we comfortable leaving this thing alive in the middle of the city
3: it's it's in this these people made it right that means they can release it it's already released
4: release it further
3: let it do damage to their house. Let them get it under control. I'm also not opposed to setting the house on fire anymore.
1: <laughs> all all, all of these them. seem like fantastic ideas. All right. So let's uh, let's start running and yeah. set fire to the place as we go.
4: Um, El, any objections to the fire?
1: I have many objections
4: to this
2: is a city you can't just set things on fire
4: don't they have firefighting wizards or something no (laughs) (laughs) sorry
3: (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't ready for that
4: (laughs) that was an honest question for both of us oh
3: no i'm aware it was very obvious but i just wasn't ready for that mentally i apologize i'm back (laughs) i'm back
4: goddamn oh, really? water elemental
3: or something? We're I don't know. shit. Any wizards? I want it to be on that.
4: Who would that.
2: provide such a service? It <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. The taxpayers. Don't set fire.
3: Can we <clears throat> run now, please?
2: Yes, Let's run before we start debating civic duties.
0: So you guys slam out from? The, I assume Valandess that you've kept the papers.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm keeping everything on me.
0: Okay. Uh, you guys break through the door that wasn't to the small chamber. Uh, you see you're in like a sort of foyer um, and you can see the outside door. Um, you break through it, you hear it, oh my gosh, from one of the side chambers. Looking over, you see there seems to be some sort of tea party going on. Uh, and um, as you guys barrel out the front door, the f- the guard that was standing out there looks at you guys and goes, oh shit. <laughs> and just leaves. <laughs>
4: Can I try to throw a javelin in his back? Yes, you can. Does a 16 hit him?
0: Yes, it does. Roll damage. Fuck you.
4: Fuck you so hard. (laughs) Gary's having a shitty day, okay? (laughs) Uh, Does strength benefit throwing weapons? Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright, good. What's your damage? uh, does a 14 hit him? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. All right, because I'm going to Eldritch Blast while he's doing this, too. All
0: right.
1: 12 damage from the Javelin.
0: And how much for the Blast?
1: Uh, five.
0: All right, the 20 damage. He might not be actively dead, but he's going to go bleed out alone in, a, in an alley somewhere, most likely. Good. May
3: I, may I take an action? Sure. As we're running, I try and swipe some of the tea. we come oh, yeah. that close to the tea party?
0: For comedic effect, if you give me a good slide of hand check, you got it.
3: Cool. Uh, my best skill, by the way. Uh, he doesn't get any tea. A six.
0: You swipe at one of the tea cups, uh, but you're not like going to <laughs> disrupt your stride. So you like reach, but you're like half a foot shy. So you just kind of like swatted at the tea party. And you're like, ah, that probably didn't look very cool, but you're gone.
4: Cool. I <laughs> have like, a baby Jones moment. Fuck your tea.
3: <laughs> I'm going to be a firefighting wizard.
1: I was thinking about uh, Eldridge blasting the tea set. But everyone throw their Whoa. fireballs in the tea room.
3: <laughs> Does uh, Slate see you do this?
0: What, throw fireballs or Eldridge blast the tea?
3: Uh,
1: I oh, no, I, I didn't actually do that.
3: Okay. It was the it was a thought... If Slate sees you do that, we're going to have words.
0: <laughs> okay. So you guys get out of the courtyard and um, it maybe takes one or two like solid front kicks to smash the front gate open. Um, but you easily do that and you're back at your carriage when you can hear that same guttural roar from inside the building.
3: Uh, Not my not my pig, not my farm. Let's go.
4: It is if it gets out the like, – is that by the front door? Or like still in the depths of the house, the roar. It's still we're you can. It's tell?
0: it's in the depths of the house, most likely.
4: No, the tea party
1: is about to get really bad. Let's go. I hope it was an evil tea party. We'll never know. I
0: right, had the nephews with you all. Um, sort Dude, of. So,
2: I was kind of curious who their guests were. I don't suppose Elle recognized the people sitting around the tea party.
0: Um. Yes, you noticed a couple of them were just members of the family that you've seen before. One of uh-huh. them seemed uh, quite auspicious. He had uh, a, a vast array of scarification tattoos. Well, I guess like scarification body mods. Uh
2: huh.
0: Um, with piercing green eyes. But other than that, he seemed just to be just in finery like everybody else that you didn't recognize.
2: Okay.
4: I'm sure he won't be plot relevant. Probably not. Right. Um, I'm having a real, cool. like, Hulk at the end of Thor Ragnarok moment. Big monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and he definitely was wearing a hammer necklace.
1: Uh, it is an evil tea party.
2: Yeah, how do we... I feel s-
1: even less bad.
2: So how do we turn the key in this coach? Let's... They can, let's make it happen. It's
1: All of... right.
0: mm. You literally turn the key on the spiders and they go. Sweet. I'm not canonizing that, they're in, that there's an ignition engine. Uh, <laughs> but for funsies. No, but
4: I'm just imagining instead of an engine sound it's just a banjo because it's boomer. Right. <laughs> ah,
0: chitter chitter.
1: Mechanical <laughs> banjo spiders.
4: Yeah.
0: They run on banjo, you know, like spiders do.
4: Bluegrass, brown recluse. Hey. I'm not... <laughs> wow. I guess I'm out Let's you. go. Clack, clack. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're all not letting me kill <laughs> that monster, let's get out of here.
0: All right. So you guys uh, <clears throat> barrel down the streets of uh, Verde in quite the haste uh, until not too, not too far down the way. You are stopped by what Peluvial recognizes as the, not like the constable, but like the constable's boss. A militant veteran from previous wars uh, in the area who has quelled several rebellions. You know this because he always fucking brings it up. He has, he's about, uh, oh, do you guys know Young Frankenstein?
3: Yeah. Uh, You know the
0: constable from Young Frankenstein?
3: Oh, my yes.
0: God. Yeah, outside of the oh, fake, boy. fake clockwork arm, and he doesn't have the eye patch. It's not that bad. Outside of that, he looks exactly like that guy. Like, he has, like, the mutton chops that go into mustache.
3: <laughs> so cool. Uh,
0: and he just stands in proudly in front of your, your carriage that's barreling down the street with a hand out raised and calls for you to halt.
1: Uh
4: Garen would try to pull the spiders to a skittering halt? Uh, The
0: spiders oblige the only way they can.
4: By halting.
1: Squeak, banjo, squeak, banjo.
0: All right, so they stop, and he sort of walks up and looks at Garen up and down like, hmm, what business do you have running down in this gallivantery mana?
4: How fucked up is Garen's face still?
0: Uh, you're, you're you're pretty good. I mean, you probably are splashed with a small amount of your own blood, but your face got your face wound got closed up by cure
4: wounds. Okay. Um, well, in what he thinks is a moment of genius, he points to the blood on his costume and says, "My God, man, there's a zombie or something in that mansion. We only just escaped a tea party." What mansion? Um, you realize, I guess it's a street full of mansions?
0: No, but like... I mean... It's not like you're right next to the, the place. You guys have gone a ways.
4: Okay. Am I saying this? the Glamdor estate?
1: <laughs> quite, so the, the
0: quite the provocation. Do you or any of your cart-dwelling companions have anything to back up such a statement?
2: Uh, El can hear this, right? Yes. He sticks his head out of the cart and says, constable, my coachman speaks true.
0: He sort of gives you a little bit of a over courteous bow. Ah, young master
2: lexicondrius, welcome back to the home. Yeah, thank you very much. But I was just being entertained at the Grammelkins. Let me get this right. Gramble? No. Glander. Glamour. Glander. Glandier. At the Glandier estate. When some manner of monster escaped from their dungeons and tried to accost us, we barely made it out alive.
0: He narrows his eyes at you. Uh, You've known him, he's known you. But even even still, despite the truth of it you know, it's hard for him to just swallow. Uh Uh-huh. He goes, hmm, very well. Bring me to their estate.
2: He blanches, like does his best to look shocked and say, go back there. You would have me raise the god. I must
0: see it with my own eyes.
2: He winces real hard and says <laughs> Coachman, turn us around. Uh, <clears throat> with
0: with a with a leap of impressive acrobatics for a man of his visual age, he like leaps ten feet in the air and perches a single hand upon Garen's shoulder to help him turn over and fall into the seat next to you.
4: Uh, Garen actively blinks.
0: He sort of widely gestures to the road and goes, "Well then."
4: Mm. Garen grunts at being ordered around as the coachman. <laughs> what loyal footman that he is! Uh, he turns around. Then. And- Curses himself. This was supposed to get us out of the clear and put the monster into the city guard's hands. Rah, rah, rah. All, right. All right, we're gone.
1: In Al's head, he hears uh, from Valen: will magic work on this idiot?
2: Do you mean the constable? I mean, yes, he's just a constable, but it seems like this could work towards our purpose.
1: I mean, I'll hold it off if you think it's a good idea, but I can just make him go away.
2: Let's see how this plays out first. Fair enough. I think it is my mother's intention to discredit this house, and anything that pleases my mother at this point is probably good for us.
1: No, you're not wrong. All right, let's see what happens. Not
0: too much time after this conversation, Sargod.
2: L asks if he can get the suspicious... The incriminating documents off of um, Val and Death.
1: Uh, Val nods slightly, but make no move to, like, give them with the constable in close quarters. Well,
2: he's on top of the coach, right?
0: Yeah, he's he's sitting out at the front of
1: it. Oh, okay. Well, then will, Val just hand him over. Sweet. He secrets them.
0: All uh, right. Not too much longer after this exchange, you guys get back to where you were. It was not that far of a drive you had already gone through. Uh, you all pull over, and the constable very ca- very casually gets off of the coach and walks towards the sundered gates that you all had recently sundered. And he looks up, and you all can see that a couple of the windows have been shattered, and there seems to be quite a commotion inside. And you hear him uh, pull out a small, golden canary and brings its tail feathers up to his lips and blows in it. It's a whistle. It has a gentle sound but is impressively loud. Um, And as he puts it back into his coat, you can hear him sort of like... (coughs) The great good constable of security and preservation for this fine town is present. If there's a disturbance within the home... You have one opportunity to make yourself lawfully known, or you will be dispatched. And with that, he draws a cavalryman's sort of weapon, like a—I a, wouldn't say like a cavalry saber, but like closer to a cutlass, I should say. Uh, just a a broad, single-edged edged blade. And as he draws it, he takes a bit of a, a, a practiced stance that you can tell, Gehren. This guy has done that more than a couple of times. Aaron digs it. Uh, And he steps onto the property, and you can hear that same bellowing roar again. And breaking through the doorway, uh, smashing some of the the frame, is the same beast from downstairs. Still wounded from what you put to it before, uh, but its mouths are both dripping with vitriol uh, and viscera, as it seems to be dining on one of the former servants of the household.
4: Constable, I think you should get your men.
0: He looks to you and nods and goes, they are coming. My whistle rings true through the entire city. Uh, And he sort of raises his weapon up to his face uh, and the blade illuminates with yellow fire. And he walks towards the stairwell. The monster charges at him. Uh... To anyone watching other than uh perhaps Gaherin or Valandess, uh it this seems like a pretty 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 proud move uh to step up to a charging monstrosity, but as it like sort of savagely strikes at him, he cowers low to a single knee and then stands up- he, look, he doesn't like rise up slowly he just almost looks like he's standing up casually and strikes in almost a full circle and as the monster uh sort of tries to rear up and swing more of its limbs at him the bridge between the two halves severs and they fall to their sides and he dispatches each one with a quick uh blow to each skull with his sword leaving a visually, um, like, like burning, burning blow throughout the entire head.
4: Garen makes a note to find a poster of this guy to hang in his room. Because <laughs>
2: that was awesome. Uh, uh, go ahead. El was sort of, like, side-eyes at Val and Desk, knowing he just called this guy just a constable. <laughs>
1: I asked for a reason.
2: Maybe don't try and magic him. Thank you.
1: That's probably a good idea. Yeah.
0: And as he sort of um, flicks his uh, cutlass to the earth to dispatch some of the blood off of it, he uh, resheathes it. And can I get a religion check from uh, Slate?
3: Yeah, buddy. The dice was in my hand. 15?
0: You can see him holding a small rosary-like talisman in his offhand. He must have been holding it the whole time. And you can see that there is a remnant of radiant energy from the talisman that had imbued his blade. This man strikes with the wrath of some god, and it is a powerful one.
3: Cool. I, uh, let El know everything you just told me. Save okay. the RP. <laughs>
0: And with that, he sheathes his weapon and you see him sort of stuff what to everyone else probably just saw as like a pocket watch or some sort of similar device. Uh, you see as him stuffing his holy talisman back into a vest pocket. Uh, and he turns his back on the slayed creature and reapproaches you all. He goes, Very well. Very well. It seems that your words were indeed just, my friend. I apologize for questioning you. I will make sure that this... Property is secured and potentially raised.
2: Eld hmm. um, makes no attempt to hide his um, astonishment and says, "Well struck, my dear captain. captain this city is Mandir? everything
0: to me, young master Lexicondrius. I would protect it with my life."
2: Thank you, House Lexicondrius does not forget. And he he, he doesn't like bow because that wouldn't be right but he gives him, like, a nod that could be sort of a bow if it was, like, dark. Right. Right.
0: He sort of gives you a little bit of a shoulder bow and appreciation. Uh, and you can see him reach for his whistle again, and as he begins to pull it to his lips, you can hear the sound of tr- of marching up and down the road. And in either direction, 10 to 12 guardsmen uh, armed with pikes and other manner of weaponry, uh, enclose upon you on the street. Not necessarily onto you, but um, towards the property.
2: Um, we're we're gonna, you know, get out of their way.
0: Uh, and he sort of approaches you um, before you attempt to, and he goes, "One final question, young master Lex- of of the Lexicondrius home." Is there something that I, and as well as the rest of the force who protects the city, should know about this family? They were very likely to have fled if they have their lives even still. But they must have have something to do with such a monstrosity on their home.
2: We, in fact, we suspect they do have something to do with it. Uh, House Lexicondrius has been suspicious of their dealings as of late. We came across... In our investigation, we came across these documents. And he produces the the papers that um, Valdez found. I was, in fact, having tea with them this afternoon to get a measure of their character, determine if this was true.
0: He's been listening to you while he flips through the ramshackle of paperwork, and sort of nods along and goes, This is far more than sufficient. I will ensure that every member of their household and every name listed here is tracked down and put to justice.
2: Too kind, my good sir. Or I suppose it is your duty, but... Indeed. We consider the a kindness.
0: Your home will be recognized for its work in a set investigation, but I recognize the... F- the... Uh, the folly of this. But should you and your family ever again find themselves with the vigilant need, please, acquire our assistance sooner than to perhaps risk yourself.
2: Oh, I had not suspected that this was a risk. I shouldn't have taken it otherwise.
0: Agreed. Very well, then. See to your day as you need. Expect that more than myself might be by your home, by the end of the week, there's much to discuss.
2: L thanks him and jumps back in the cart.
0: The guards on the street side of your cart that is in front of you park to let you leave.
4: Um, Karen would kill the spiders.
1: All right. As they leave, Ballon will leave over to L. Say, so, well, Maybe the entire police force being on your side will convince your shrew of a mother to let you go.
4: L looks grim. Garen looks back and breaks the tension by saying, "Soft power with a thumbs up." <laughs> and then he freezes like it's an 80s s- series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everything like fades to like amber, and the credits start to roll.
4: The morning power.
0: Na, na, na. The A the team team, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you, you guys drive back, I assume, to the Lexicondrius estate.
4: Uh, yeah. More interested in the Lexicondrius masseuse right now.
0: Uh, as you all approach the property, you can see uh, Mur- Murdoch sitting with Rudder on the edge of the property.
4: Well, mm-hmm. he waves to him. Hi, boys.
0: Um, hard to get a read on Murdoch. He has always sort of held a rather stoic facial expression, but he waves to you What's only can be perceived as somberly.
4: Why don't people look happy to see us? we're happy uh, to see us?
0: Murdoch approaches you, and Rudder doesn't get up. And Murdoch says, I'm happy you all have returned. I assume your task is complete.
4: Karen
3: nods.
0: Once you are ready, I'm afraid that there is something else more.
3: Of course there is. Not a
0: fan
4: of how that sounds.
0: Chester, Jayla, Rudder, and I were ambushed. We Uh-oh. got the better of them. But I am ashamed to admit that I was placed under some sort of spell that put me to rest. And when I awoke, Jayla and Chester were gone, and Rudder was near the end of his hairs.
4: Um, I'm not okay with that. I
0: do not know if they are well. I can only assume that they... have been kidnapped or captured. (laughs) But I could have swore that there was no opponents left.
4: Hmm. Where did this happen at? Uh, Somewhat far from here.
0: I figured it would be most appropriate to return to here and await for you all to join me. I am a combatant, but clearly I have my
4: weakness.
2: Well, that seems wise, my friend.
4: Well, we can't just abandon our friends.
1: Mm. Yeah, especially if uh, they've been attacked by these Black Hammer cultists. It might be a lead on the other end of that, too. Let's go. All
0: right. um, The nephew asks if he can go inside.
4: You say, how about we let this guy go in first? Hey, tell him. Tell him Large March sent you. God damn
1: it.
0: (laughs) Um, What was the name of the the uncle? Ilbrin. Elbrin?
2: Yeah, spelled with an I, Ilbrin.
0: Right. Okay. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to like, say it wrong and just be like a total idiot. <laughs> Rather an overconfident idiot. I'll be an idiot and admit it. Uh, so Ilbrin approaches and embraces his nephew and looks to you all and, and nods in appreciation. You can see he is stemming back emotion uh, and hastily brings him inside to most likely nurture him.
3: Cool. You're welcome.
1: He thanked you all. Oh, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna go after these uh these assailants, we should probably do it before El's mother sees us. Otherwise we're never gonna get the hell out of here.
0: Murdoch nods and mm-hmm. agrees, and him and Rudder uh, join you all on the cart.
4: This is turning into a really bad day, Garen says.
3: Well, you did get your face gnawed on.
4: I know. It makes the whole portcullis thing really less impressive.
3: Ah, that's still good.
4: Oh.
1: Take the small victories where you can.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks, guys. <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs>
0: anyway. So, uh, Murdoch sits up front with you, and Rudder sits in the the, the cart with everyone else, or the caravan. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he directs you to the alleyway that is still kind of a battlefield when you arrive. Uh, There is several slain um, members of what can only be presumed are cultists of this This hammer hammer cult. Although the only way you would know that is by the fact that all of them are wearing the hammer necklaces.
2: Ah.
4: Mm.
0: There seems to be about seven of them slain.
4: Always did work.
0: Murdoch nods, but then shakes his head and goes, Thank you, but not good enough. We must search for some sort of lead to find where Jayla and Chester may have gone to. Chesto may have gone to.
2: Possibly the same place as our contact with the coalition. I wonder what these hammer people have any need for captive coalition members.
1: Mm -hmm. They seem to have a very specific vendetta against us.
0: Murdoch says, we seem to be actively their enemy.
4: We might be the only people in the coalition not taken yet.
0: I shudder to Mm -hmm. think of that, my friend
4: was not there a great and
2: powerful dragon behind this whole thing? What's he doing right now? I do not know. No, I'm thinking out loud. I don't expect you to answer this.
4: Maybe he's being kept blind, all this.
2: We should send a letter.
4: stern letter.
0: Murdoch sort of seems to be rubbing his chin a touch when he points to Caheron and says, No, that is a good idea what you see, and he sort of, like, taps the Geheron on the shoulder. When you are large, it is easy to not see your feet. Whatever must be doing this to keep the dragon unaware, it could be close to him, where he would not suspect.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Is there actually a way to get a message to him? I, I certainly don't know the creature.
0: I'm afraid I didn't meet him myself but I assume if he was from the Coalition's leadership, then he must be in Yao, and we are far from there.
1: It's true. Mm, I might have a way to get a message. It'll take some time, as long as a message would take to travel across the sea, but I could get a message.
4: Oh, would that that would be the thing to do then? Hmm. I think we've been thoroughly... Uh, what's the damn word I'm looking for? Bamboozled. I wanted to say penetrated, but that's not the right vision I want to put in people's head. <laughs> Infiltrated. Too <late>. Infiltrated. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: yes, your your coalition has been impregnated.
1: Hmm. It was a genuine brain fart. It would seem so. Alright. Uh then Balance gonna um step out in the street and try to find the nearest, like, beggar type. And try to see if they're connected to the interworking thieves network uh, for the city to get this message to um, the elder dragon.
0: The old beggar you approach is is uh, slow to assume your trust, but uh, a couple of thief can't conversations later, and uh, the old. Um, man sort of smudges the clay he had caked onto his face away and reveals quite a beautiful young woman's face and goes very good give me a message and I have it delivered it will take a month but it will get there
1: well it's a message for the elder dragon Muldoren, the leader of the coalition in Yal need to let him know that cultists are attacking coalition members and it may be someone very close to him that's leading the charge. We'll get it there. Not much appreciated, and he'll drop a gold into her hand.
0: She uh turns into her rags that then fall to the ground.
1: Oh, all right. Hmm. Interesting friends. Uh Don will go back to the rest of the party relay that the message has been sent.
4: At least someone will know eventually then.
1: Here's hoping. I never trust these people all that much, but here's hoping. Indeed. It's not too late. In any case, our compatriots. Yeah, we should probably scout out this alleyway and see if there's any indication of where these people went. Right, indeed. I agree. So, uh, should we roll
2: investigations or just uh... yeah? I was about to ask that.
0: Yep. All right. Or just whoever wants to roll it, um, and then whoever else has a pr- proficiency can assist.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna help L investigate. Use the help action. L has L. L is like
2: super proficient the
3: perceptive off the cuff,
2: but has no ability to concentrate on an investigation at all.
1: I think I might be one of the better ones at the investigation game.
4: Garen kicked some rocks and rolled a (laughs) 14. El starts
2: looking around at all the dead bodies and then quickly gets distracted by his own nails.
0: (laughs) Alright, so Valentine you roll it by being assisted uh, by Slate.
1: Yeah, With, with the advantage, it's a 16.
0: Okay, you find uh, a, a scrap within one of the um, assailants' hands. It looks like a bundle of fur that uh is from Rudder um, just like a, uh, like maybe he like tried to grab the dog by its hair and like got a little patch of hair in his hand uh, investigating that particular assailant further. You can see that he has a writ in a scroll case.
1: I will take the scroll case and walk it over to the rest of the party where I'll open it up and read it.
0: So breaking the wax seal on the writ, it, uh, is in, it, more specifically, it seems to be a scroll to uh, bring the person who reads it to a specific location.
1: Hmm, this is teleportation magic. And he kind of rubs his arm a little bit, or what's left of his arm, and looks at the rest of the party and goes, "Uh, I don't know how many of us this will take, and it will most certainly be dangerous taking us there.
4: What if we all held on to each other?
1: Uh, Maybe. Um... Could I do an Arcana check to see if I recognize the spell?
0: Uh, sure. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Eleven.
0: Other than what you've already parsed, it seems to be some sort of bastardization of Teleportation Circle.
1: Okay. Well, uh, I believe it should. Take all of us, as long as we stay close around the caster. But we need to be prepared to survive the travel not on this plane. I think, and he holds up the cone that used to be his arm, I think this should be evidence enough for everyone to know that we need to be careful.
3: Yeah, that that right there is evidence for not going.
1: And the longer we don't go, the
4: longer or the greater the chance that uh, our friends have uh, black hammers on their next next.
3: Yeah, I guess you're right.
4: Evil tea parties.
3: Thoughts. Uh...
0: Murdoch steps forward. I will go, even alone. I must help, and if any chance.
1: Vaughn looks at him and goes, I think we're all in on this. Um, All right, if you guys have anything to get ready, I don't know where this is going to plop us.
0: Murdoch might want to get it
1: ready now. Murdoch brandishes his
0: great club, and uh, Rudder arms himself with his fangs the only way that a large dog can.
4: Yep.
3: There's no chance that we could maybe rest a little beforehand. Uh, I assume we're, we're going now.
4: Remember the whole necklaces? Yeah, no, I
3: I heard you. I just, I would like to confess that uh, my usefulness has significantly diminished since we have not relaxed from the tea party. That was evil.
0: Rudder paws once on your thigh and just kind of gives like a low rough.
3: Well, fuck. When he's right, he's right. Let's go. (laughs) Slate says that.
1: All right. You can still swing a mace. Valen will uh, draw a short sword and summon his packed weapon um, and read the teleportation scroll with everyone nice and close.
0: Okay. Uh, a circle of black wicked runes etches around the ground on all sides. All the souls of the nearby slain are visibly pulled from their freshly slain corpses and are used to fuel the teleportation circle.
4: Oh, maybe we'll go someplace nice.
0: Uh,
1: as it's as it's taking them, uh Valon under his breath is going to go Mezeltot. We're going in.
0: Uh you sort of like get a, a two second vision of Mezeltot like about to pull the cork out of a bottle of wine and go, "What? Shit." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and you guys um are engulfed by a maw of blackness. Uh, You open your eyes a second later on a very familiar but different cobblestone hallway uh, with black void on all sides. You are standing in a three-way crossway uh, on... uh, all ends lead to a small oaken door just enough for a person to walk through one at a time. Uh, and Rudder immediately begins to take off during towards one
1: of the halls. Uh, follow, follow the dog and do not stop. We gotta go. Follow the dog. Follow the dog. Uh,
0: Rudder seems to be chasing the the physical manifestations of the spirits of the slain that were used to fuel the soul the 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 teleportation circle, and halfway between. Uh, you getting to the door a large malformed pink hand reaches and into out of the void into the hallway and grabs the souls in its mass and there you can see sort of almost as if it was hidden by black scales that then flicker like hair into revealing its form the abyssal monster, monstrosity that has once before chased you through these halls begins to decadently chew these souls like grapes.
4: Mm. Keep, keep, keep running. Uh, yeah, we keep at- off from the door?
0: Yeah, you guys get to the door. The monster seems <clears throat> to completely ignore your presence. It's too busy already enjoying what it probably desires more than flesh, souls.
1: Valen mutters, "I'm gonna get my fucking arm back." You just wait, like just cursing at it under his breath as they run. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. This is not a place I want to be.
0: Uh, Rudder paws at the door. um, With all of his size and 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 courage, does not have opposable thumbs.
1: Valen flings the door open.
0: Yep, you all fall out of the doorway into a small. Stony chamber with the runes from before etched into the stone. Um, and as you all get there and the door closes, the runes burn with black flame and sm- sear away.
1: Hmm. The to teleportation sucked. Alright, Valen's gonna look around the room.
4: What the hell plane do we go through that
1: thing keeps showing up? I don't. I don't think I want to know. Fair enough. Uh, Palin uh, glances around the room that they're in.
0: All right. Uh, you in a quite small chamber. It's maybe ten by ten. I mean, this room seems to purely be for the purpose of your arrival.
4: Mm. All right. I imagine there's an exit.
0: There is a single door just before you.
4: Anyone mind if Karen takes point? Not at Worked all. Worked out
1: well last time.
0: Murdoch stands to the side of the door, preparing to probably bludgeon to death whatever op- whatever comes through if he doesn't recognize it.
3: Got to summon a spirit weapon. Okay. Uh,
4: Karen will open the door once everyone's ready.
0: All right. Yeah, you ready. open the door to a large dome-like structure, primarily stone walls with uh, wooden support beams. There is a ring of sort of uh, pillars that stick a few feet out of the wall, kind of like they seem like they would be in like supports for a, a building. Um, and shackled to these supports are about a dozen or so individuals. Two of which are Chesto and Jayla. Um, on the right side, going to the left, the first six of the ten there are, um, have been anointed with black hammer necklaces. That sixth person is Jayla. The seventh person is Chesto. Uh...
4: So it's like she's next?
0: No, she she was the most recently and Chesto was is sorry, I have it backwards. Chesto was the most recently anointed one, and Jayla is like muttering incantations and fizzling spells. Uh the shackles that are binding her to that stub of wood um seem to be preventing her from casting spells. Hmm and walking from chesto to her is a man in or a humanoid in a long blood soaked robe and when i say blood soaked i mean not like it's just colored that way i mean there is a large circular pool of blood in the middle of the room and a a painted swath follows him as he's clearly walked out of the pool of blood anointed the first person and has walked along the semicircle anointing people with some sort of symbol of blood on their foreheads and a, uh, a necklace. And, uh, as you guys open the door, he notices you, turns away from Chesto, just about to anoint him, and yells, attack, we'll roll initiative next week.
1: No. Uh, I love it when we like this. My favorite.
0: <laughs> so, I hope you all enjoyed Session. I know I did. Thank you for joining us again for another night of Dungeons & Dragons and Yalzar. Uh, we had the distinct pleasure of everyone except for our Artificer, which don't worry, he'll definitely be here, even though he was yeah, he was totally there the whole time. Don't worry about it. Um, with our fighter.
4: Hey, everybody's definitely here. Have a good night. Our cleric.
3: Hey, everybody. Scott, playing and sleep. Good night. Our bard. This is uh,
1: Austin playing L. Have a good night.
0: And our warlock.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Jesse. Enjoy your night.
0: Good night, everybody.
3: Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>